Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 129, page 506. Many a time have they fought against me from my youth up, may Israel now say. Yea, many a time have they vexed me from my youth up, but they have not prevailed against me. Flowers plowed upon my back and made long furrows. But the righteous Lord hath hewn the snares of the ungodly in pieces. Let them be confounded and turned backward, as many as have evil will at Zion. Let them be even as the grass upon the housetops which withereth afore it be grown up. Wherefore the mower filleth not his hand, neither he that bindeth up the sheaves in his bosom. So that they who go by say not so much as, The Lord prosper you. We wish you good luck in the name of the Lord. Out of the deep have I called unto thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. O let thine ears consider well the voice of my complaint. If thou, Lord, wilt be extreme to mark what is done amiss, O Lord, who may abide it? For there is mercy with thee, therefore shalt thou be feared. I look for the Lord, my soul doth wait for him, and his word is my trust. 
my soul fleeth unto the Lord before the morning watch. I say before the morning watch. O Israel, trust in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all his sins. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the book of Amos. Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Moab, and for four, I will not turn away its punishment, because he burned the bones of the king of Edom to lime. But I will send a fire upon Moab, and it shall devour the palaces of Cariah. Moab shall die with tumult, with shouting and trumpet sound. I will cut off the judge from its midst, and slay all its princes with him, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Judah, and for four, I will not turn away its punishment, because they have despised the law of the Lord, and have not kept his commandments. Their lies lead them astray, lies which their fathers followed. But I will send a fire upon Judah, and it shall devour the palaces of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Israel, and for four, I will not turn away its punishment, because they sell the righteous for silver, and the poor for a pair of sandals. They pant after the dust of the earth which is on the head of the poor, and pervert the way of the humble. A man and his father go in to the same girl to defile my holy name. They lie down by every altar on clothes taken in pledge, and drink the wine of the condemned in the house of their God. Yet it was I who destroyed the Amorite before them, whose height was like the height of the cedars, and he was as strong as the oaks. Yet I destroyed his fruit above, and his roots beneath. Also it was I who brought you up from the land of Egypt, and led you forty years through the wilderness, to possess the land of the Amorite. I raised up some of your sons as prophets, and some of your young men as Nazarites. Is it not so, O you children of Israel, says the Lord? But you gave the Nazarites wine to drink, and commanded the prophets, saying, Do not prophesy. Behold, I am weighed down by you, as a cart full of sheaves is weighed down. Therefore flight shall perish from the swift, the strong shall not strengthen his power, nor shall the mighty deliver himself. He shall not stand who handles the bow, the swift of foot shall not escape, nor shall he who rides a horse deliver himself. The most courageous men of might shall flee naked in that day, says the Lord. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, 
is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh verse of the first chapter of the Epistle of St. Paul to the Galatians. But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former conduct in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I advanced in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and remained with him fifteen days. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. Now concerning the things which I write to you, indeed, before God, I do not lie. Afterward, I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was unknown by face to the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. But they were hearing only, He who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith which he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God in me. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to light in the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee, and do thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee favorably to hear the prayers of thy people, that we who are justly punished for our offenses may be mercifully delivered by thy goodness, for the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost ever, one God, world without end. Amen. Amen.
O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So here in chapter 2 of Amos, we see a kind of a, a movement inward in the accusations that are being made here. So you have the accusations previously being made against the surrounding nations, the pagan nations around Israel and Judah. But now then it moving, it's moving towards the center and we see the judgments of God and the grounds for God's judgment that will come upon Judah and Israel. So Judah is accused kind of broadly of rejecting God's law. So they have replaced God's truth with their own lies. And for this reason, God will devour her. But then the sins listed against, um, yeah, the sins listed against, uh, what did I say here? Yeah, sorry, I guess Israel are more explicit. So she's accused of injustice, probably a reference here to taking bribes and then different means of exploitation that happened within the legal system, bringing someone to trial over a pair of sandals. Um, it's a means of exploiting those who don't have much other recourse. She's accused of trampling the poor and neglecting the afflicted. And then finally, we see these kind of explicit references to fornication or sexual sin. The man having a man and father having the same woman lying down next to the altar, etc. What we see here, I think, is a, a description of sexual sin being committed actually within the confines of Israel's worship. This was actually a common thing within pagan rituals, and we see it. There's likely then a reference here to um, Baal worship, where the idea was that sexual acts would be performed in worship in order to kind of stimulate or to remind the gods to prosper their their lands and their um, animals with fertility. So this idea that like we commit this act and this will then stimulate the gods then to bless and make our lands and our animals fertile. So this is really a common sin within Israel right from the beginning. And the sin, the underlying sin here that God is very clearly that he speaks against is the sin of syncretism. Uh, this idea of taking cultural norms or norms for other from other religions and then trying to syncretize them into then what God has revealed to Israel and how he is to be worshipped. And the underlying significant difference here between the two, between pagan worship in the ancient Near East and then uh, the religion that uh, of the Israelites is that God fundamentally cannot be persuaded or manipulated by our ritual or our worship. That's the key difference here. And it deeply, deeply offends God when he is treated as though he can be manipulated or he can be um, persuaded with our worship. He gives, he takes away, but it's his choosing and his choosing alone. So our worship then is not to manipulate God, but rather to give him praise and thanks for what we have received from him. So then in our 
second lesson here, so what Paul's doing here at the end of Galatians 1, I don't feel like it's readily apparent what he's trying to do here. It seems to me like what he's doing, though, is he's entering into a kind of defense of his own ministry and his own gospel or the gospel that he preached. And his line of defense here is to make the point, the simple point that he was acting alone. He's acting alone apart then from other human influence. Sorry about that. Um, so he spent, he makes this point that he did not consult then with anybody else. He only ended up in total spending 15 days with Peter. He made one visit with James and that's it. So he spent his other time ministering in Arabia and Syria and Cilicia, meaning that he was apart from Jerusalem. And that ends up being the result, the, the point that he makes. I was unknown then to the Judean churches. So all of this he's doing to demonstrate that he's acting alone, but why? His point here with this is that I didn't receive my gospel from anybody else. So he goes into length here to describe his separation then from any other individual person to make the point that, no, I received this gospel directly from Jesus himself. So it seems likely that Paul in Galatia might have been accused then of deriving his authority and his message from somebody else. The point with that would be, well, if you got it from somebody else, you could have then deviated from whatever that was, or it could have been an unreliable source. But Paul's whole point here is, no, the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. I didn't receive it from anyone. I was not taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. And then the fact that Christians in Judea glorified God when they heard about his ministry and his apostleship only confirms his line of defense, that he was preaching the true gospel as a true apostle in his ministry. So we'll continue now with our intercession at page 590. Take a second, call to mind those you're praying for. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands. They may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Thanks, Father Kevin. Good night, everybody. Thanks, Thank Father you. Kevin. Bye.